Well, a good day to you, everybody. This is Aaron Wilson with the State Climate Office of Ohio and the Department of Extension at The Ohio State University. And thank you for watching the Hydrologic and Climate Assessment. This is the last day of July, July 31st, 2020. So uh, here we are. We're, we're at the end of July. Our average daily temperatures or daily average temperatures are now on the decline. Uh, so we're we're basically heading our way now toward wintertime conditions. Of course, we've got a, a long way to go, and certainly it has been a hot, hot month uh, here in the middle of July. So let's get started with this week's report. So looking at the last seven days, we've had temperatures across Ohio averaging anywhere from two uh, upwards of uh, uh, six to eight degrees above average over the last seven days. Again, average being the years 1981 to 2010. Uh, and that's really fit the theme for most of the last 30 and 60 days. Across Ohio, uh, you see these deep uh, dark reds here indicating three to five, three to six degrees above average over the last 30 days, so a very hot July. Uh, and then over the last 60 days, since about June 1st, we've been running a good two to four degrees above average across most of the state and a little bit higher than that in some pockets out there. So uh, yeah, hot summer, uh, dry summer, and certainly we've seen our fair number of 90 degree days as well. Looking at the precipitation this past week, uh, you can see a lot heavier rainfall across the Missouri Valley, southern Illinois, southern Indiana, and, and stretching up into some of our southern counties here uh, from Hamilton County over toward Lawrence County. And this was over the last couple days, this has been good news uh, as this area has been trending a bit dry. Uh, dry like the rest of the state, although not all the state, not every part of the state picked up some good rainfall this week. If we look up in our far northwestern county of Williams County, there not much rainfall at all. Uh, so that's likely to exacerbate some drought conditions that have set in across the state. Now looking at the uh, Cocoa Ross, the Community Collaborative Rain, Hail, and Snow Network here, I just picked a day ending on the 28th of July. We had uh, over two inches of rain that fell in Hardin County here over an area that's been really dry uh, this past summer. That's indi uh, indicated here um, in this part of the state here, Ada and Kitten as well, that, that have only seen about three and a half inches of rainfall since June 1st. On the flip side, we've had a lot of locations in the south and central portions of, of the state here picking up anywhere from 10 to 12 inches of rainfall since June 1st. So again, uh, a lot of haves and have-nots across the state. Looking at our, our uh, precipitation differences compared to average over the last 30 days, anywhere you see the green, which there's not a lot, that's above average here in our far western counties of Dark Preble, Butler, uh, Hamilton, and, and Claremont counties. The rest of us have been seeing conditions below average here. Some of us running sub 50% in these red pockets over the last 30 days. And even over the last 60 days, a lot of our northwestern counties here uh, from Defiance uh, eastward through Sandusky and Seneca counties looking at less than 50% of our normal rainfall over the last 60 days. That's obviously had an impact on our soil moisture. So we can look at our soil moisture percentile ranking here uh, for the top one, one meter of the surface. A lot of Ohio is in that gray, uh, sorry, beige color, uh, indicating dry soils. Uh, just a one month change from the end of June, you see a, a lot of drier soils across Ohio. So certainly this matches uh, the drought monitor conditions that you'll see in a moment. Um, looking at, uh, you know, the soil, uh, from a NASA product down to about 200 centimeters here, very deep dark reds here indicating less than two percentile 
uh, in t over places like Summit County, uh, parts of Stark County as well. So almost a flash drought type experience happening up there as we've gone from close to average conditions really to very dry conditions over the last two weeks. Our stream flows are really holding their own. That's been the story this year. We've not had our stream flows drop everywhere very quickly, but where rainfall has missed us, we see some of these red dots and orange dots indicating below to much below average conditions. Um, if we look at our tw both seven and 28 day, a little, uh, a few more of those on the 28 day, the seven days really reflecting some areas of heavier precipitation, isolated areas that we've had over the last seven days. So this, uh, Week's drought monitor released this past Thursday showed expanding drought conditions across Ohio, a lot of the Northeast, uh, longer term drought, but some improving conditions out in Colorado, Texas, and in parts out West. Uh, this is what it looked like a couple of weeks ago when we were with you. Uh, this week's map, you can see the beige color is really expanded across many counties here. About 37% of the state now covered in moderate drought conditions. Now for the week ahead, you know, we've had a slight pattern change here. Our temperatures, we're now out of those 90s. We're really dealing with highs in the upper 70s to low 80s. For the most part, I think for the upcoming week, we've got a little bit of drier air coming in today, tomorrow, but toward late, later tomorrow. Uh, we're expecting a little bit more precipitation. Certainly as we get into Saturday, Sunday, Monday, uh, looking at opportunities for showers and thunderstorms and then clearing out later toward midweek to late next week. Uh, we also are gonna be watching this tropical system move up from the Bahamas, uh, probably grazing Florida. This is Hurricane uh, Isaias, right? Isaias, let's all pronounce that together, Isaias. Uh, and it's gonna move up the East Coast, but I don't think we're gonna have a big impact here uh, in Ohio. But we are looking at a little bit more rainfall than we've been seeing over the last several weeks here. We're looking at widespread three quarters of an inch to maybe an inch and a quarter uh, in our southwestern counties. Uh, so that's good news. That's certainly closer to average when we should see about eight to nine tenths of an inch of rain per week. The eight to 14 day outlook from the Climate Prediction Center. Like I mentioned, our daily average temperatures are now dropping. So we're, we're about a degree cooler than a, a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago on average, uh, but we're looking where it's been dry and likely to remain a little dry across the north, looking at highs above average, overnight lows below, uh, above average as well. Uh, but we still are gonna stick around with some, you know, an increased probability of wetter than average conditions, especially in our southern counties. So that'll be the refrain, I think, for much of August, where temperatures are probably close to, maybe slightly below average, with precipitation that's that's a little bit above average in some locations. Maybe we'll take a look at that in a week or two. So as far as our ag highlights from Nass and Cheryl Turner last week, we had five and a half suitable field days uh, for work ending on July 26th. Obviously the rain was, was welcomed. It really improved some crop conditions out there and a lot of things are looking pretty good uh, across the state. There are some areas of concern that areas on poorer soils, uh, drier soils that, that have struggled a bit uh, but but so far, um, you know, complaints are low and there's no real panic setting in, I think, on the farmer side. So my my Mantis friend is, is kind of seeing us out for today's summary of conditions. Uh, D1 moderate drought conditions expanded to about 37% of the state this week. We have been warmer than average, but we've had some welcome rainfall for some. Uh, a lot of rainfall, in fact, in some areas, highly localized over the last 30 days, but generally that's not been the case. We've been drier and those drop, moderate drought conditions have expanded. I think we'll have overall cooler temperatures for the week or, or two weeks uh, ahead uh, with opportunities for rainfall. 
So hopefully we can uh, put a stop to the expanding drought conditions and start to improve some locations around the region as, as crops continue to pollinate and we start filling those kernels uh, across the state. So as always, I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, you can always find some more information at SKU, uh, SKU's website, climate.lsu.edu. We have a number of federal and uh, regional partners that help bring climate information and services around the region. And we're, we're very glad to be a part of all of those as well. Check out those links for some more information. And as always, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.